Hello, I'm Mark. I'm going to be joined by Kirsty soon for a quick tip on the Excel People Graphic and the Big Maps Infographics. But first, let's have a look at what these actually are. Have you ever wondered how to get data that looks like that into a graphic like this for people, or maybe like this for a map? This is what Kirsty is going to cover right now. Thanks, Mark. Um, so yes, so we're going to have a look at Excel infographics, basically um, quick visuals that you can add to your Excel worksheet or workbook. So I'm Kirsty Brown, um, and I hope you enjoy the next few minutes with regards to Excel infographs. So the first thing is then let's go and switch to Excel. We're just going to use a an example um, with regard to what we can use with regard to our infographics. And we're going to have a look at two specific ones. And the first one is what we call the people graph. Now, again, I know some of us do have great comms teams that can do all of these visuals for us, but all of us aren't so lucky. So what I can do is if I go to my insert ribbon, you'll notice I've got this option called add-ins. Now you can go to add-ins, but please note they are admin managed from whoever looks after um, your applications in Office 365 if this is dependent through a company. But what we can do is we're going to look at this icon here um, and it gives me a quick tool tip to say transform cold data into cold picture. One thing I will say to you is um, Excel does label it as a people graph, but it doesn't necessarily have to be people. Let me show you. So all I'm going to do, click onto the icon. And what that should do is to load and load with an example. So this is a quick example. It has gone to a standard size. You can change the size by getting onto one of the handles from the frame. And again, you can make it smaller, larger, depending on what you want to do. So what we're going to do, though, is we need to get our data that's here on the left hand side, our sample data into this particular infographic. So all I'm going to do is to click anywhere on the infograph and you will notice two icons now appear on the right hand side. The first one we're going to click onto is now asking for our data. So I click onto this one and it's pretty obvious that it will then say select your data. So click on to select your data and I literally select my data. Now, word of warning, it is only two columns and it will always be your first two columns of that data table. So if I did in this example wanted location and then the courses data, I would have had to hide column B. So please be aware of that. So I've highlighted both of my columns, my first two columns, and I'm going to now click on to create. As soon as I click on to create, it's now created this sample data. Now, I would then panic because I think I can't see Cornwall and London, and that's purely because my infographic is not large enough. So you might have to just tweak with regard to the frames, how big, how small you make it. Now, what you will also see that when I click back onto the infographic, we've also again got that data option. Now, the reason why we might want to return back to the data option is you can also put a title in for this graphic. So in this case, I'm just going to put course numbers and I can just get rid of what's ever in there if I need to. That should then take effect as we're typing it in. Click onto the green arrow just to move this info pane or the data pane back to the right hand side. Let's now go and look at the second icon here, which is the settings icon. And this is basically the look and feel of this particular infographic. So you'll notice I've got three options. I've got type, theme and shape. 
type pretty easy stuff. If I click onto any one of these, it will give me a quick sample of what it's going to look like. Now, please note, depending on what type you choose, depends also then what theme it will apply. So in this case, I've chosen the first type and let me just select this theme. And you'll notice it's given me a sample behind of what it's going to look like. Now, the last one is shape. And this is where I say watch out, because although we talk about it being a people graph, you can have other symbols other than people. Some are slightly random, for example, the dolphin. But hey ho, you can have any shape you want. But if I now select, for example, the computer, the laptop one, you'll notice they've now appeared within my infographic. Click back onto the green arrow to move that back to the right hand side, that settings pane, and I can see a bit more now here of my infographic. Now, again, remember, I might not be able to see all of the data, so I need to make it smaller, larger, depending on what I want to do. So that's a really good, easy, simple way. Now, the very last thing I will mention is this is a live um, graphic. So if I do change any of this data within this table, it is going to automatically then apply the update to this graphic. If I click back onto the graphic, you'll notice, and it is quite small, there's a little arrow pointing to the left in the top right hand corner. If I then select that arrow, I can, for example, if I wanted to, I could even delete the graphic here, but I can also show a saved image. If you want it so it's locked, and if you update the data, it won't update the graphic, then please click onto that to tick. So that's what we call the people graph, but as we say, it doesn't necessarily have to be people. So in this case, I'm gonna click onto the outside edge of that graphic, and I am going to delete. Let's have a look at the second infograph. Let's have a look at now. Bing Maps. So what Bing Maps would allow us to do is to literally plot any data that we may have that we want on a map. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a country, nor does it have to be a town. It does work on postcodes, zip codes, and um, it can work across the world. It can work across Europe and so forth. So here, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go back into my insert ribbon, make sure I'm on add-ins, and you'll notice now I've got my Bing Maps infographic. All I'm going to do is to click onto this infographic. Very similar to your people graph, it just works in a slightly different way. So here, what I want to do is I want to get this data here into my particular Bing map. Now, I will warn you, it can be a little bit fussy. So all I've done now is I've selected my data and I've clicked on now my show locations. What's happened is it's now put all of my data into the map. Now, currently, I've only kept it to UK. If I had put in different countries, guess what? It would have also selected all the countries that I'd um, typed into my data. But you'll notice in the moment I've got what we call pie charts. And I can change this if I want to, this visual with regard to this map. So here, just to the right um, of where my first icon was for show locations, you'll notice I've got settings. And if I click onto settings, I do have a few options. For example, the first thing is by default, it does go to road. If I choose bird's eye, then you'll notice it's now given me more of a formal look of um, the UK. Let me go back to road. 
we can also then see we've got multiple data point display. Currently, because I've got two columns of numbers selected in my data, then I've got two lots of data to show on my map, and it's put it into a pie chart. Now, I can click onto, if I want to, pie circles. And what that will do is you can see behind, it's now got an orange and a blue circle. The blue circle is always showing one column of data and the orange is the other. Depending on what the highest number is, that's what's the bigger circle. So you will notice I've also got legend. So I can have a legend, which you will see on the right-hand side to see that it's showing me delegate numbers and also courses numbers. But what I can do is I can change the colors of these circles or change the colors of the pie chart. So currently, at the moment, if I don't want blue and let's say I wanted a different color, let's say violet, look what's happened to my circles. So my delegate numbers is now violet. If I scroll down, then what I can do is I can also then change, if I wanted to, my um, data color for courses. So let's go and choose now blue for this one. And again, you will notice it's changing my legend in the bottom left-hand corner. So that's pretty easy stuff just to change your settings here. Again, click onto the grey arrow to move that pane back to the right-hand side. I also have the filter option, quite useful. If I've got a lot of data and I only want to look at the data, for example, to Cornwall, I can tick or in effect in this case untick select all and then I could just tick Cornwall and all that would do is to show me Cornwall data and nothing else so you can filter on your locations in this case if you want to. Lastly as we could do on the people graphic if I do click onto the arrow in the top right hand corner click onto that, you'll notice again, I have show a saved image. So again, this is quite useful that if you don't want any updated data to reflect on the map, then please do tick this. The very last thing before we do end this session is just remember, just as we can, for example, with Google Maps, you can zoom in and zoom out. But what you can also do is you can move the map within your frame. So if I do want to change my frame size, I can do so I can click onto the edge of the frame. I can make it smaller, but then what I can then do is I can also move the map to where I want it within that frame. So I'm quite happy with that. We've now had a look at add-ins. We've looked at the people graph and we've also then looked at Bing Maps. Hope you've enjoyed this session and I hope you've learned a few hints, tips and tricks. Thank you very much and back over to Mark. That was brilliant. Thank you, Kirsty. Let's have a super fast recap on what you need to do to recreate what Kirsty has just shown you. So we go to Excel, make sure you click on the insert tab at the top. Then in the add-ins area here, you'll see that you've got the people graph and that is how you get that graphic on the right-hand side. So for the next one, you need to click on Bing Maps and that will bring up the option to then create the maps like Kirsty's just shown you. Okay, that brings us to the end of this quick tip. For more quick tips and to keep up to date with Office 365, you can just do a search for Super Simple 365 or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, the podcast, or just look for our blog. Whichever of those you prefer, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to keep up to date.